This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. Hi, right, we're back here at Betting Ponies, Bet Rivers, Moms and Malusis. Big weekend coming up at Saratoga Moose, and we got you on remote live from the Jersey Shore. It's amazing. Yeah, Avalon. You are. You are further away from Saratoga than normal. That's true. You're right about that. Well, you're, in, you're in Florida, but doesn't mean that there's not great racing on Saturday, so looking forward to it. So are you going to Saratoga at all this year? Uh, I'm going to try and go for a day the following weekend. I think my dad and I are going to try and go up Travers weekend. Who are you going to pick that day? I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to pick. I'm not sure who, but I, yeah, I'm going to, I got to make it up to Saratoga at some point in time. No doubt about it. How's the family vacation been? All right. Uh, it's not without drama, as you know. <laughs> Every day. Temper, temper tantrums over mini golf because they're not focusing and then, uh, and then getting angry. Uh, and then fighting with each other, then waking up and getting into the candy at seven o'clock in the morning before mommy and daddy uh, have their eyes open, and then running around like lunatics and beating each other up. It's just the days been, been trouble. Yeah, it's been amazing. What an experience! All right, well, let's get into it here. Uh, good, good card Saturday at the spa. There's been some wet. There's been some rain. Friday, the Friday card was disrupted. Hopefully, the Saturday card's okay. We start with the Grade Three Troy, five and a half furlongs. On the turf, Moose, and I wanted to get creative with you. I tried every which way to pick Cogburn or uh, No Balls or Ramunda. I couldn't get past Caravel three to five. Could you? I mean, I know this price sucks, but I mean, she's on. Un- yeah, no, I know. I, I really couldn't. I mean, I, I think is it No Balls or No Balls? I think uh, it was No Balls. Yeah, No Balls. Um, I think it's interesting. I mean, for I, I just. To me, I have a hard time getting past, and I think is you know a really really talented, uh, you know four year old uh, for Larry Ravelli out of Noble Mission, um, and I'm not telling you that can't run. I'm I'm with you though. I mean, if we both went against Caravel in the last race, the Jiper, we thought maybe the extra half furlong would do would do her in, and it didn't. I mean, did go right to the front, sat off the pace, uh, you know, took a, a length lead, turning for home, and held on and held off Big Invasion by three-quarters of a length at the end and held off Big Invasion and Casa Creed. And Casa Creed has come back and won a race and did impressively, now stretching out, going to a mile. But still, yeah, can't get past it. I mean, I, I think it's going to be uh, chalky. Uh, she's a really cool mare. Uh, there's no doubt about it. It's hard to root against her. She's been successful at Saratoga. Uh, Brad Cox has done an unbelievable job with her. Um, I think No Balls is interesting. I just don't think uh, the gelding is on the level right now of Caravelle. No, not even close. Nobody is even close in the speed figures if you want to try and make a play against her. And, you know, you talk about the, the, the graveyard of champions. Well, Caravelle's two for three at Saratoga. So she's got plenty of experience at that track. And I, you know, don't foresee, unless there's some crazy 
trip issue that she has or doesn't break from the gate that she's going to have any trouble being this field unfortunately at a short price for the betters the script the race seven uh as a the lore hundred thirty five thousand dollar stakes event a mile and a 16th on the inner turf moose and a lot of good horses in this race dakota gold portfolio company uh just a really quality field tis the bomber horse i know you've liked in the past where'd you land on this one yeah i, I landed on i landed on smoking tea for McGahey and John Velasquez, uh, first start off the layoff is fired fresh before, um, you know, one on Derby day, uh, at Churchill downs going a mile, won that race by two and a half lengths, uh, ran well, Gulfstream park is run well, fresh before. I like the flag fact that Velasquez hops aboard, um, has ridden, uh, you know, the, the four-year-old Colt at a warfront love warfront is a turf sire as well. Um, you know, I, I think the works have been good. Love the work last work, July 28th at Saratoga four furlongs of 47 and one. Uh, I thought that was an impressive work. Uh, and I do think the buyer speed figures fit. Uh, I understand unraced at Saratoga still, you look at the distance one for six, but it's coming the money for the six occasions that is run at this distance in the lore at a mile and a 16th. I went with, uh, I went with smoking tea. Um, you know, in, in the seventh race at, at Saratoga at uh, seven to two on the morning line. Yeah, I prefer the one portfolio company, seven to two on the morning line, Rosario Brown doesn't need pace, no pace. You know, if, if they're not going up front, this horse has had no issue uh, coming well off the pace in paceless races. We've seen that in New York many times, uh, really in form here, uh, you know, two solid wins back to back. Rosario stays aboard, has beaten some really good horses, has beaten, uh, Tis the Bomb has run just behind horses like Modern Games in Annapolis, who are really quality stakes horses. So I just think with some cheap speed later in this race, you're looking down at some of the later horses, Dr. Davis, you know, not a great horse, showed some speed, Tis the Bomb, up in the air with what this horse can actually do. I think that Rosario is going to sit the trip, as you would say, and pounce just at the top of the stretch, and we'll see that amazing closing ability that he has and power horses to victory. I don't know if you're going to get 7-2 to because of the connections, but uh, I think you're looking at a horse really sitting on a big, big effort. Uh, seven to two on the morning line, portfolio company, my top pick uh, in the lore. Moving on to the test, uh, a grade one event for Phillies three years old, seven furlongs moose. And, you know, pretty mischievous has really found her way here uh, this season, uh, winning the Kentucky Oaks and the Acorn. Clearly unhinged, the horse has gotten better. Uh, then you look at the two outside horses, two speed horses, Money's Gold and Maple Leaf Melon. Uh, I was really bullish on money's gold. Maybe the distance is going to help her now, but you know, Maple Leaf Mel, what she did last out in the victory ride was really impressive. And I found it really hard for me to get past her in this race. Yeah, that's where I landed. I went to, I went outside speed, you know, and I, I don't think, uh, you know, going from, you know, the extra half furlong, it didn't prove to be her demise going from six to six and a half was kind of lengthening on the lead and, and held clear in the last race. Uh, in the victory ride, a grade three event. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think the daughter cross traffic is all of a sudden, if you stretch her out to seven furlongs and, and I like outside speed. I mean, I really do. And I think Rosario uh, has an opportunity to, to sit the right trip and to be able to make that run entering into the stretch. And then, and then, you know, maybe hopefully hold on for dear life at the end as Pretty Mischievous comes flying down the lane. I think it's interesting the the cutback for Pretty Mischievous into Mischief. We know how, you know, big of a sire that he is 
I'm not saying that, you know, Brandon Walsh is doing wrong here. No, I, I think easily. I mean, one at seven furlongs uh, on a sloppy track uh, at Churchill Drowns last October uh, and did it pretty easily. I know it was a sloppy track, but his run, you know, really, really well uh, at shorter distances. Uh, I like the cutback. Uh, shows her, you know, uh, what she's going to be as a, you know, as um, a broodmare later on in life. Uh, coming in after, you know, winning the Acorn and winning the Kentucky Oaks. Um, I like the cutback for Pretty Mischievous. I think she runs second, but I like Maple Leaf Mel on top. Yeah, I just think, like you said, the outside speed, I think she gets the lead. I don't think anybody's – Money Skull clearly is a one-dimension horse as far as going to the lead, but I don't think uh, I don't think she's fast enough to get there, even with a good break. And Rosario can make these breaks incredibly difficult for anybody else. Jersey Pearl, another horse with some speed. I just don't think it's fast enough. So I think money, I, I think certainly the outside horse, Maple Leaf Mal, is going to be sitting on a clear lead. Now, is she going to be pressed the entire time? Likely. But we saw that last out, and she just blew them out of the water. Now, the quality of the horses, we don't know. And I do think that Pretty Mischievous is going to be coming late and heavy. I just I just think Maple Leaf Mal's on another level right now. I think she showed it last out. Um I'm looking forward to how she does. And if she's a better price than pretty mischievous, I think it's a pretty smart play. Yeah. And, and, and I, I just, I, I think the race is, um, I think you're hopping on a horse that's getting better. Uh, improving buyer speed figures last four races, 70, 87, 90, 99. Um, I do think, uh, you know, the last work July the 21st up at Saratoga, uh, which was the best of eight uh, was a bullet workout. Been training forwardly since winning the victory ride. Um, nothing not to like about the the Melanie Giddens trained Maple Leaf Mel uh, in the Acorn. Race nine, the Saratoga Derby Invitational Moose, and a mile and three sixteenth on the turf. We love these stretched out turf races, especially at the Spa. And a, a lot of invaders, as you like to say in this race, a lot of familiar names like Far Bridge and Web Slinger. Uh, a horse that I like on the inside is to program training who uh, I think is just, as you said, with Maple Leaf Mel, a horse that's getting better, uh, really good connections, a level with Chad Brown and Flavian and Pratt. And I think a horse that might actually be the horse just sitting off any speed there is. And Pratt's that's where he's at his best is analyzing trips and making his move when he has to program training is a horse. I think that Chad's got a lot of hope for. He's um, been training well, has been working up at Saratoga uh, I think they've been looking at this race since the maiden debut. They got him uh, the nice win in the claiming race uh, back at Belmont. And now he's in this race. And I think the one thing is here, outside of Far Bridge, I think you get away from a lot of the big horses here that makes this a little easier. You know, there's no the foxes in this race. There's none of those really big horses that modern games, you know, none of the horses came to this race. So I think you're looking at an opportunity for a horse like program training getting better uh, to maybe capitalize in a big race, get his career going in a big way here, Moose. Yeah, I went to a Euro. You know me, Mons. Um, you know, I, I like the European imports. And, um, you know, I had Aspen Grove in the Belmont Oaks, who won at 15-1 to 1 right on this podcast. And I'm not going to go back to Aspen Grove, who scratched, uh, you know, scratched out, I think, on Friday to run in this race today uh, on Saturday. Uh, I went to I went to the outside a little bit, and um, I went to the eight line of war. Osin Murphy and Charlie Johnston uh, trainee coming in, running over at Ascot. Look at the top form ratings. 
excuse me, you look at the top form ratings, a little bit um, better if you're going to compare him to Aspen Grove. Went off as the favorite uh, in a Class 2 handicap over at Ascot in June. Uh, went off at 9-2. to two. Uh, A son of a roaring lion who was a huge fan of when he was uh, a, a star over in Europe. Uh, comes over here for a reason. I think the the distance suits him when you're looking at this race of being a, a mile and a three sixteenths. I like the stretch out. I like the fact that he's flying under the radar a little bit. Like the fact of his odds of being uh, eight to one on the uh, the morning line. I'm going to go with the eight Lion of War. Great name, Osin Murphy, Charlie Johnston, eight to one on the morning line. Yeah, I'm going to use program shredding on top. I'm going to use your horse Line of War. I'm going to throw out Farbridge, which might be a mistake, but you know I think that. Um, I just think there's other value to be had. I think Webslinger at a nice price could be a horse to use underneath. And I like the outside horse, true quality, a horse that's gotten better with each and every race. Jose, uh, I read Ortiz on board for Jonathan uh, Thomas. A nice closing kick. Uh, could be some value underneath as well. So looking forward to We've got to play that exact horse. Yeah. That, that yeah, I mean, I, listen, I'm going to play the the – I'm going to play Lion of War and program trading as an exacta. I would use the franchise for Joseph O'Brien, Luis Saez hopping aboard. I would use him uh, underneath as well. And the other one I would use it would be uh, you go all the way to the inside, uh, the one Mondego uh, for Joel Rosario, Christoph Clement, uh, five to one on the morning line. That's where I'm probably going to spread. But, um, you know, in, in deeper looking exotics, when you're looking at multiple race wagers, um, I would use Mondego, Program Trading, the Franchise, and Lion of War. I think one of those four win the race. Top of the stretch here on Ben and the Ponies. The Grade 1 Whitney Moose, one of the premier races that they're in the Saratoga meet for four-year-olds. Uh, a really good race here. A lot of great names. Zandon, Charge It, Giant Game, Last Samurai, White Barrio, and your champion, Cody's Wish, who is going to be very short on the board. Uh, clearly one of the best horses in training, 9 for 13. This son of Carlin has just gotten better. I, I thought this horse could regress a little bit this year. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, winning these races in hand with crazy five wide moves and uh, Junior Alvarado pressing every button uh, possible. But listen, uh, they call this the Graveyard of Champions. Junior, Junior Alvarado is not winning a lot of races at Saratoga. Um, that, that maybe doesn't really matter, but... You know, do you see Cody's wish being vulnerable at all here in this race? No, not at a mile and eighth. I don't. Do you? Well, I picked I mean, charge it. So. What's up? Uh, I mean, I, you I, like charge it? I mean, I, I, I don't. I mean, like I, I tried. You know, I, I've been a huge fan of Zandon. Um, I don't think he's in the class of Cody's wish, especially after what we saw in the Met Mile. If you told me that this race was a mile and a quarter. Then I'd be looking at someplace else. I get a little concerned about Cody's wish the farther they go, even though he's a son of Curlin um, for Bill Mott. has obviously been really, really good um, at a mile or in. Uh, you know, the stretches out at a mile and a 16th and a mile and an eighth has passed. I mean, those have been two of his losses. You know, lost the challenger at Tampa, uh, finished second by a neck. Uh, you know, lost the maiden special weight at a mile and an eighth. Uh, up at Sa- up at Saratoga and lost that uh, as the odds on choice and finished third that race, beaten by five and a quarter length. So I get it. I also think this five year old is um, is is significantly better than where he was in the past when he's tried this little bit of a stretch out in distance. So uh, I think Bill Mod, who's gone out there and emphasized, you know, 
quality over quantity. I had a hard time getting past Cody's wish. I mean, I think Zandon's interesting just because I always think Zandon's interesting, and I've bet him before. Uh, I can understand why you like charge it. You know, I couldn't bet Giant Game. I couldn't bet White Nabario in this race, and I'm not going to be betting Last Samurai. So I think it's one of those three. But really, to be honest with you, I'm not going to get all that sexy with this selection in the Whitney. I think it's the one to two shot. I think you go to the outside. I think it's the the really cool horse that is Cody's Wish, the six. Yeah, the reason I went to charge it, I think, is the connections have finally established that his best game is going to the lead and just going all out, hoping that the pedigree kicks in and the distance isn't an issue. And when he does that, he's very he's very difficult to beat. You know, he gets away at the top of the stretch, and we've seen it before. Now, look, he has raced against, you know, he's raced against Cody's wish in the past and, and was defeated, but he wasn't on the lead. So we'll see if Velasquez puts him on the lead here. There's not an overwhelming amount of speed in this race. Zandon's not going to go to the lead. Giant Game has gone to the lead in the past, certainly with Luis Saez on board. That's a possibility, but nobody else has to be there, right? So I could see Cody, I could see Chargett going out there, putting some distance between him and the horses and saying, come get me. Cody's wish has come gotten to just about everybody. So so maybe that won't be an issue. But I think at five to one, a horse that's seemingly in form right now, a horse that likes this distance. Gets his A rider, uh, Pletcher's winning at twenty five percent. I think is worth taking at five to one. Not a huge shot, not like saying put thousands on it, but as far as a, as a win bet, I think in this race to me, I agree with you on Zandon. If Zandon didn't win the Met Mile, he well, he's not winning this race. So uh, I certainly uh, agree that Zandon gave his best shot against Cody's Wish last out and wasn't even close. So charge it, my best bet uh, for this race, five to one on the morning line. Moose going with Cody's Wish, play that exacta. Yeah, that's it. And and I can understand where you're taking a shower charge it. Listen, you love the fact of, you know, go to the front um, and play catch me, catch me if you can. I mean, that's basically what it's going to be with charge it. And you got John Velasquez aboard for top Pletcher. I like that jockey, com, jockey trainer combination. Historically great up there at Saratoga. Um, I find it difficult to root against Cody's wish. And you know how I have an affinity for Billy Mott. But uh, I can understand why you think maybe – the fact that Cody's wish is just a you know a mile to seven for a long horse that's that's his specialty. Anything you go outside of that, even at a mile and an eighth, uh, is is going to prove to be his undoing. And maybe it is the case later on today in the Whitney. Um, I'm not going to be betting a lot into this race, to be honest with you. Uh, I do think Cody's wish ends up winning the race. Uh, they do want to try and stretch him out, and this is the first step in that process. And I hope he I hope he clears the hurdle because. Uh, Horse racing, not for not because I'm rooting against you, Monzo, because horse racing needs stars, and Cody's Wish is one of those stars. Moose, enjoy the racing. Enjoy the rest of your vacation. Thank hide, you. Hide the candy. I go, know. Go to the driving range, not mini golf. No. And, uh, yeah, put on that suntan lotion. I will. I'll make sure I do that. It's a little rainy here this morning. I'm going to go get some crumb cake down here on the Jersey Shore, so I'm looking forward to that. I've been recommending that to you for years. I know. I know. I love you, Mons. I love you. Make sure to like and subscribe. Good luck with all your Saratoga plays. Whitney Day, one of the great days up at Saratoga. We will see you guys next week. Betting the Ponies. Bet Rivers. Thanks for listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network.